This episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Neds. Josh, you won't believe which Victorian club is circling for Eagles youngster Harley Reid. Is it Essendon? Well, you got to click on it. What do you mean? It's clickbait. Is it Essendon or not? You have to click on it. It's Essendon. Georgia just texted me it. Well, God. Which Victorian club's jersey would Reid look best in? Um, okay, I know this. Um, Carlton, it's a pretty bold strip. Maybe... Maybe nah, Geelong, nah. he's like, he's kind of from that nah, area. Uh, 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 nah. Hang on. No. Just the, click it. You get way less drivel than this on the Neds app with the rap. Stay up to date with the latest videos, articles, including insights, tips, and analysis. Plus, Ned's unique take on everything about your favorite sports and racing codes. But it's not just AFL. There's NBA, UFC, horsey racing, and NRL news, plus much more. Download the Neds app now and look for the rap tab for the latest content taken to the Neds level. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Josh Gallup, and welcome to the Kick It Forward podcast, the only news from the guts to tell it how it is. Remember, uh, yell Kick It Forward anywhere, tag us, and we'll share it. Our Korean supporter, his girlfriend wouldn't film for him this week. It's really, really annoying. Enough of that. Jack, 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 Jack. Jack, 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 Jack. Jack Della Maddalena on the podcast this week. A very special guest, UFC fighter from Perth. The Carlton Blues continue, and a bit of mayhem in Miami. Alongside me, as always, are Georgia and Harry. Guys, how are you going? Uh, Evening. So pumped to be here. Oh, God damn it. I'm so excited for episode 15. So much fun stuff coming up. Hey, there's a big Harry's Big House case coming oh, up. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just get excited. Teaser. Illicit substances. Us you, too, but You don't right. have to enjoy the rest of the pod. You can just tune in for Harry's Big House if you want. Do you want to give them the time code for when it Ed's, is, even though it'll be future? Uh, 36 minutes. Really not doing ourselves favours Just here. skip it. Okay. As you know, this is my second last pod before I go away for five weeks and, and ultimately uh, replaced by uh, Giorgio Bot, the, um, my counterpart that everyone seems to prefer. For again, I bring this up. The HR department, very, very lax with giving out um, annual leave. What's, yeah, what's no, he had, a, he had a good reason. Yeah. Family. Yeah. Boys, think <laughs> of the, more important think of the Napoleon chair content. Oh, fuck, it delivered last year. <laughs> yeah. One yeah. photo. No, he got some audio from it. Made some noise. Oh, that's true, actually. So Gabby and I um, talking about you know going. I'm going 11 days before her. She Who's goes, Gabby for new listeners? Gabby's uh, my girlfriend, yeah, by the way. So yeah. we're going away together. Never met her still. I've, I've yeah. still uh, she goes to a different school. Um, <laughs> cool. uh, and for anyway, new so, listeners, I'm Harry. So I'm leaving 11 days before, and she says this to me yesterday. Oh, um, well, when you pack to go on your holiday, I'll practice pack. Okay, I'm never going to practice pack in my life. <laughs> I will pack incorrectly 70 times yeah, no, and still never practice I will pack, pack 30 minutes after <laughs> I was supposed to leave for the airport. Why does your mum always go, oh, have you packed? And I'm like, well, I fly out on Friday. It's Monday. Uh, so I'm probably going to no. wait till Thursday at midnight. Yeah. And then uh, she goes, oh, I know exactly what I'm taking. I wrote it down last year on the trip. So she took note of everything she packed at the end of the trip. Okay. She wrote down everything she was going to take for the following year. I don't have enough clothes to fill a suitcase. So I usually just throw in all my undies, <laughs> yeah, yeah. all my socks and the two shirts I have and the boardies. And then I've, it comes in at like four kilos. Yeah, but don't you also have to, um, 
you need to pack like 30 pairs of undies in case you shit yourself every six hours, which yes. is a possibility. Are you yeah. going to do washing on this trip, Giorgio? Yeah, I'll do washing at our place in Italy. And oh, then- Oh, oh fancy music. Italy. Fancy okay. Music. Then I don't Jeez. think I'll really have an opportunity oh, to again, that, but- um, That violin player's good. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'll probably just throw my clothes out and buy more along the way. But at least like in Italy, you've got a couple of um, servants that can- do it for you and if you have it every day then you just you know you don't want to keep them busy yeah yeah the laundry team are pretty efficient actually these days yeah nonna uh josh what have you been up to uh friday night i went to this restaurant we went to the mu- opening of a mummy exhibit so there's some mummy. Ma- yeah there's some all these mummies uh <laughs> oh, <Sick>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> there was all these ancient milkies that were no <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> no, no. gracious uh it was a like tutankhamun uh egypt how would you say tutankhamun tutankhamun mm, no tutankhamun you Tutan- fucking <laughs> Oh, I was going with I was going along with the mummy gags. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Tittin okay. Carmen. Yeah, uh, mummy's <laughs> yeah. I don't. So one of our friends works at the museum, and we had to go there, and they were like, "Oh, we're filming some stuff for promotional stuff." So, hey, did twenty of my friends want to come? There'll be a couple of free drinks, and you get to see the exhibit. And I was really interested in it. There was a book of death there. There was actual real mummies there. Um, you had to be in this video though, as well. <laughs> this is the funniest thing. They're like, "Just act like we're not even there, and we'll just get some natural shots of you looking at mummies." <laughs> Sorry, okay. I keep laughing. Okay. Why did George okay. laugh yeah. me? God, you, set, you set you off. <laughs> and then I look at one point. I'm talking to Meg. I'm like, "Oh, geez." So that, they put the organs in these jars. And then Meg, I look, and she's facing half to me, going, and, and moving her arms in such a way. And she's <laughs> oh, like, no. "So uh, sarcophagi uh, were really built in these." And I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> is this, this is a, like the extra who tries to be the center yeah, of attention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I look over, and there's a camera, and she goes, "You're doing great." <laughs> and, oh, and Meg. Meg's like, shut the fuck up. She said, I'm doing well. I'm like, I'm not doing this. This is so weird. So I, I, it got to the point where I was banned from being in it kind of. I just got pushed away because I wasn't taking it seriously, like a run runway or whatever. The greatest kept, actor in the room, no you, doubt, got pushed kept, away. You <laughs> kept walking past the camera going, mmm, mummies. <laughs> At one point I was texting next to the Dead Sea Scrolls or some shit and Meg was like, stop fucking texting. She's filming from 100 metres away. <laughs> what was your appearance fee? This video. <laughs> you don't get a bed for fifty thousand dollars. Oh, the craziest thing is we went to a uh, Chinese restaurant later. There's like a cheap BYO Uncle Billy's in Perth, and for some reason they booked the area upstairs, which is normally where there's more tables, for a full-on rave of cooked people. And the demographic was like twenty to seventy. There were people wandering through the restaurant to get up there, and you couldn't right. hear yourself speak. And me trying to act young, I was like, "It's not that loud," but in reality, <laughs> I couldn't hear anyone speak the entire time. Oh, you up. think this is loud? <laughs> Oh, you need to come out with me. Just but, guys, get over it. Yeah, footy clubs. Our footy club used to oh, quite often book that upstairs area and there'd be rice on the roof and guys, I hope no one from Uncle Billy's is listening. <laughs> we used to um, we used to book under UWA Chess Club. It's called uh, being an absolute legend. Yeah! Oh, yeah! <laughs> what the hell? You guys were crazy. I mean, but I'm sure we weren't as crazy as anyone they've seen up there before. Checkmate. Um, Giorgio, I can't believe you didn't run with your chat that you were doing before <laughs> the pod started about roast potatoes. Oh, that was a super goal. Super then you bloody <laughs> You know what? I was going to cook you guys these roast potatoes at some point. No, you weren't. No, no you know what? No. No, nah, Josh, don't cook for no. Josh again. He'll just criticise the meal. <laughs> like well, I, just, I think you're doing a bit too much. Less is more sometimes in Italian. It. I feel like you'd be like, if it was uh, potatoes, roast potatoes, you're like, oh, yeah, it took me four hours to do it. I'm like, oh, it's a potato, mate. <laughs> guys, uh, guys. You do need guys, to pre-boil guys. and peel. Guys, can you guys just, I don't know, go easy on me today? Like, I'm a bit tired. How come? Um, and just keep your, keep your voice down a little bit. What's up? Uh, 
I played 10 hours of sport over the weekend. Oh, oh my so God. So I just want you guys to take it easy on me today, okay? Oh, sorry, Harry. Because... Yeah, it's not easy playing 36 holes of golf oh, in one weekend. <laughs> How'd you survive? Oh, I don't know. I just drank heaps of beers. <laughs> <laughs> did you? No, 36 holes of golf over the weekend, guys. It was very good. Did Friend, you walk the whole way? We walked on the Saturday Arvo, then uh, on the Sunday morning with a couple of sore heads from Saturday night. Oh, God. Nothing stops I, you, eh? I tried the um, on the ninth hole on the, on the um, Sunday morning. I had this really important putt to hit. Not in the big scheme of things, you know, we weren't actually playing competitively. Just in my mind, this is a really important part that I wanted to hit. Tried the Matt Rowell. <clears throat> Ate a little bit of grass on the ground. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I pushed it to the right and missed. Oh, right. Yeah, did so, someone have a piss on it? Uh, yes, they certainly Get your did. greens in, as they say. Yes, yeah. that's right, Georgie. You know but I mean? can I quickly uh, just bring up Saturday night? Something. Oh, yeah. um, well, Josh and I were a friend, um, Katie's birthday, Shindig, in Leadable. We decided to meet some other guys out at uh, a place called iDarts, which is a, a electronic darts bar. Now, by the time we got there, it was about 11.47. No, no, it was 11.27. 11.27, okay. And according to the bouncer at iDarts, it was lockout. And it was super sad because we wanted to go in and this, <laughs> this strategy. We tried a couple of strategies to see if this bouncer would let us in. Before we get to the final one, first the first strategy was asking. The second was Harry going, no, nah, no, nah, I'm hell good mates with the, the bartender. I'm hell good no, mates. The manager. The manager. And yeah. he gets his eye gets eye contact and looks over and I'm watching and the guy just doesn't even smile at him, just goes, no deal, and then keeps working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. He, like he barely knew no, it. No, but it was this – it was kind of like a, I'm so sorry, mate, no deal. It was like – No, a, it wasn't. Yeah. He, he didn't know you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I showed you the photo of us together <laughs> on my – no, he actually messaged me the next day. He mate, sorry, we'll organise a private function for you, <laughs> oh, private booth, free darts for life. But the next strategy <laughs> – I, I thought it was a good one. Was, um, instead of, you know, getting angry at the bouncer, just – Lingering right near the front door and pretending to cry. <laughs> so, so, so there's a glass there's a glass partition and it's locked, so it only goes one way. And there's this big muscly bouncer and he's hates us and he's yeah. being rude. And then he looks say out finally and I'm just there with my hands in my head, yeah. crying like <laughs> And rub my eyes, pretending as hard as I can to cry. And he starts laughing. So then we stop crying, trying to walk in. And then he says, nah, Stewie. Yeah, I was going to say, so no no dice, no yeah. luck. Nah, but it was a pretty good attempt. Guys, I've got um one more thing. Can you watch? What? What? For those that don't know, last year when we had our other podcast, Copyright uh, Needed, we had a thing, Giddy Watch. So Josh Giddy is an NBA player, an Australian for Victoria, really good player in his second year and he's he's dominating. He's o- also doing a OKC, national tour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Impressive. Okay, see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's doing a national tour of sort of speaking opportunities and last week we were invited to Melbourne to do a little sketch with him, a part of a promotion with a betting company. So, yeah, we're flying to Melbourne to meet Josh Giddy. This is so what exciting. Giddy watch in life, yeah. in real life. Can we play it? Can we play it to him? Probably not. I don't think we should I, do I that, George. I, think, I, think, I don't think we should tell him anything about this podcast. Just, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, do you listen to the pod? And he's like, oh, cool. Um, that's one minute gone that you have with us. Okay, cool, 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 cool sweet. Yeah, anyway, here's Giddy Watch. Let me know what you think. <laughs> yeah. So we have legitimate Giddy Watch potentially next week if everything goes to plan and we get to actually, you know, play – uh, maybe some audio of us with Giddy. Oh my God, how tall is he? He's taller than me. He's six eight or nine. I think Whoa. he's actually bigger than 
he originally what dra- was drafted. Yeah. Love hanging around these kinds of people. What tall? Like above five seven. Yeah, it's good for my posture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You keep your eyes up. Uh, Paddy yeah. Cripps and Tom Mitchell will be there too. Nice. So I don't know if we can do something with that as PC. well. We'll PC. see how we go, but lots to to happen. Excited. Oh my God, so I'm so excited. excited. Josh was booking um, the Airbnb before and he wouldn't tell us where he's booking it or what place. Yeah, because he <laughs> had too many cooks in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, I don't care. Just, just let me roll in and have fun. Be good. It's in Geelong. And work hard. No. <laughs> have you, got, you, you guys going to love Melbourne? You've never been there, hey? Oh, my Lord, mate. I'm almost bloody gold status and virgin freaking flies. Now I'm nowhere near it. You how'd, you get so qu- how'd you get there so quickly, by the way, to lounge yeah. access? Bloody flies interstate every two weeks. You serious? Yeah. To see your mum. Oh, <laughs> oh, the mummy. <laughs> she had the mummy exhibition. Nadi Bartel poos for the first time in a day. It was better than Leo. Matildas have won again. And welcome back, Daniel Ricciardo. They came bounding over. <laughs> the headlines. Josh Gallagher would start and train the house down. Kick it forward. He's coming off. Get him back off. Get him off. Guys, I tell you what, these these rounds, these games, the results this round, Giorgio, the results this round. Have you seen the results from the round? Uh, I know the results because it was a bloody tipster's nightmare. Fuck's sake, Giorgio. Sorry, I actually I've done some programming. I um, so I've got this like alert if someone talks about tipping. It happens. So I'm allowed to do it too. Okay. If I say it twice in response, I'm not allowed to say tip. Fuck off. Tipping violation. Stop talking about tipping. Yeah, so <laughs> far out. I'm a good singer, hey. Where do we start with one of the great rounds of AFL, guys? Where do we start? Where well, do we the start? most obvious area would be... Um, we like talking about fans. Yeah, talking about fans. And the first one was early in the round. Uh, there was a streaker. Now, guys, I think there should be a different name for a streaker if they make it all the way across. We've seen the violence from security towards streakers recently reaching a new level. There was a guy that proposed he got spear tackled. So what do you have for us? What's a name that we could use for a streaker that makes it all the way to the end and gets clear? Because it's pretty amazing when they actually oh, get yeah. away. There's so yeah, many security. Yeah, and there's nothing to separate the two. But I was thinking, what about a win streak? Okay, that, I actually quite like that. That's yeah. pretty good. Okay, yeah. how about this one, guys? Drum roll, please. Uh, yep, got it. Hot streak. Like it, also yeah, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Implies nudity. Mm. I like uh, it. Hot nudity is hot. Well, if they're naked free willy because they actually become free, like they actually make it to the other and, and also make it out of there, you know. A lot of them. Yeah, but that's not very really gender inclusive. True, but I mean, I, I mean, based on data, 90% of streakers are men, so, you know, there is some data to it. BT actually called it and it was he probably had more enthusiasm for the actual call of the streaker than the rest of the game. So I chucked some audio behind it, obviously. Oh, my man, Stiffneck. He's running with straight legs. Here he comes. Oh, boy. Thank you. <laughs> guy that eats shit over the boundary trying to grab this kid and he somehow gets away. I hope he got away. You know what I noticed about this the broadcast of this streaker? They didn't have like the camera directly on him following him, but they 
they moved to the camera that's behind the goals mm. and then they were like panning over slightly. I thought the rule so, is they're not meant to yeah, show you. Yeah, it encourages that's, it. But, yeah. that's, but that's what I'm – they were cheeky and she kind of showed uh, it. Yeah, yeah. And um, why not show it and then show how big the fine is as well? That's a very good point because it is – it's like a three-year ban depending on the stadium and it's I think about yeah. 10,000 or 20,000. But 20, then, of course, what are the broadcast rules when it comes to commentators talking about it? Because BT called it how it was and it was entertaining. It was brilliant. It was right mm. in front of him too. Like there's not – what's he going to do? Ignore it? It stopped the whole game. Yeah. So. Yeah, I hope it was right in front of him. He needs to see the whole oval if he's commentating. <laughs> Guys, Carlton fans – they're, they're in a bet. Oh, who are the Carlton fans? Oh, sorry, I forgot. So it's right. unlike you to wear a losing team uh, merchandise. Harry. Yeah, normally you jump you... on everyone that's winning, right? It's a pretty empty yeah, bandwagon. Go D's, big time. My D's, <laughs> my D's had a good win the other day. Uh, Carlton have lost the plot. So yeah. while West Coast are in the worst period of their club in history, Carlton have just had enough of just being so shit since like the early 2000s. But it's got to the point where they're actually just swearing at players directly. This was something on AFL Reddit. Yeah, for context, it's um Carlton players like walking down the tunnel. The race, yeah. And um also for context, it's a kickball game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think what he meant was Take them off before you have a shower. Yeah. Oh, um, I mean, just looking out for him. But it's yeah. like if you had to change the context of him yelling, it would be the exact same tone and urgency for like a mother screaming as their child's hit by a truck <laughs> yeah. or something. Like it was the same level it's of passion. Terrible. It was bizarre. You mean a mummy. Um, <laughs> hey, also in that um, <laughs> funny thing in that Dons versus Blues games, AFL got a whole bunch of criticism because they put out all 32 of the combined teams' premierships. Because they're the most on, successful teams or something, right? Yeah, but obviously, like, you know, you know, two, like, seriously upset fan bases, you know, between the two clubs. You know, one hasn't won a finals game since 2004 and the other hasn't made a finals since 2013. Getting some criticism for that, but actually um, uh, this is what the announcer was saying while the premiership cups were on display. <laughs> Oh my god! I just wanted. I've never met someone uh, that references that Borat as much. Bring back Borat references. No, I think they're gone again, guys. You know, Don's Blues Clash was the highest rating game this home and away season. Really? Yeah, because there was this gap after GWS North where there was an hour to fill, and Fox so cleverly put bounce on. (laughs) So obviously, bounce gets ten trillion views. (laughs) So the Don's Blues game got the most views ever. Hey, speaking of bounce, shout out to our bounce boy, um, Chief, for getting down the slide for the big freeze. Yeah, good on him. Dressed as Aquaman, I think. Yeah. Good on you, Chief. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is a great cause. Ben Danaher everywhere, friend of the pod. Um, Mm. Yeah, he was on radio all day today. And he let us kick his cat. Let us boot his cat as hard as possible. Thank you, It was yesterday we were filming the Fast and the Furious man we made (laughs) on socials. And Harry's housemates were like, gave us a time limit and a curfew because they, we needed to be back for bounce. <laughs> yeah, we missed most of it. We missed most of it. Uh, they're also the return of the Carlton passionate fan, which is clearly like an actor. He actually sounds like the guy from Richmond from about 10 years ago. He returned after the game uh, on Sunday. 
They want leadership. It starts with the coach. It starts with him. And then the leaders down below him look up to him. This is what makes a team like Collingwood so good. Why Darcy Moore is such a good captain? Because he looks up to his coach. Our leaders don't look up to the coach because he isn't a leader anymore. He's not that coach. He's not that player that, that he used to be where he can bring the coaching. He doesn't have it. It starts from on top of him as well, the board. There's issues at board level and it filters down. The club needs a, needs a complete turnover and needs a clean slate. And I'm sorry to say, but if it, if it means leaders trade it to other teams for draft picks, you bloody do it. Because I've had a gutful tonight. It was... I was about to cut him off too. So the, the first time he sounded funny and it sounded like it was satirical, that time he sounded insane. Serious, yeah. yeah. That's not, why it, is he wasting his predictions on AFL stuff as well? But the funniest bit is I think West Coast fans were pissed off that Blues fans were more upset with them. So on 3AW Day, there was another caller. John, you've been patient, mate. Thanks for your time. No, nah, cheers, boys. How's it going? Good, thanks, mate. Uh, that's why. Um, yeah, I'll tell you what. The last couple of days, I'm getting pretty sick of Carlton fans. Climb me a river. I'm an Eagles man, and our <laughs> club is on its knees. Carlton have no idea what it is to suffer. These last two years have been terrible. How's the Blues? How about they have some perspective, irregardless of what they think is bad? You're seven spots just outside the eight. I would take that. We're one win in the last 20. Taylor Walker was dancing on our grave. I've had enough. Hey, hey John, can I just ask you this? When did you last win a premiership? Dude, it's, it's, it's not the point, though. They, they need some perspective. Yeah. I, I get it. When did Carlton yeah, last? When did Lloydie's mother have ever won a yeah. final for in our living memory? I, I, John, I reckon you need a, a bit of perspective, mate. They are the richest club in the league. They've, oh. got, the, they've got a, a state full of supporters. Look, they're having an, a... It's the worst time in their history. But they'll turn it around. John, can I ask you, do you want Simpson to stay or go at the end of this season? I love Simpson. If you guys, do you guys promise I'll be back? <laughs> hey, money can't buy premierships. <laughs> Who cares about being the richest club? God, poor Giorgio. Giorgio, do you um, want do you want Simo to say, "Go, Giorgio"? Come on, big hot take, big hot um, take. I, I don't really care to be honest. I I don't think it's the coach, but that's neither. Just, yeah, I don't know. I don't, the, I don't really care. I don't for really the care. record, I want McRae to stay. And boy, yeah, my my pies. I also I came across this um another Blues fan <laughs> tweet. Blue baggers. Now I'll say it. What an embarrassing football club we've become. Listless, rudderless, complete shambles. And then he's tweeted today going, Blue baggers. My tweet last night was harsh. <laughs> but I make no apologies. Club talks up high standards, clearly underperforming, so it's a holistic approach. He didn't delete the tweet. He apologised for it. Guys, I know you're all listening in and you all really value my yeah. Twitter um, from my 70 followers, but uh, you really need to hear, oh, how's the Carlton brawl that like, oh my broke god! Out? Oh, my God. And it's the shittest oh fight ever god. won. The guy's, like, fighting on his belly somehow. And they're, they're completely going at each other, though, and doing some damage. And then the guy at the end just goes, oh, that's a bit far, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, shit. The two people in the foreground barely even move. Like, they're eating chips while it happens. So Also, when the cop comes in, not much urgency, just slowly walks in. Okay, guys, oh, that's enough. Guys, <laughs> that's this is right, right. seventh fight we've had around here. Uh, the D's narrowly beat Collingwood. A crazy final game. Thought it was bloody zombie pies again coming back. Uh, towards the end there, though. <laughs> 
Zombie pies, yeah. Come oh, on, my God. Mate. Let's make merch. Yeah, I actually I inquired about a graphic. Oh, did you see yeah. um, Petrarca's <laughs> new TikTok video? How to cook 18 pies in three hours. Do you actually do that or? No, nah, it would be sick, but. <laughs> I could do way more than how, that. How sick would that three be? Go. <laughs> That'd be funny, but. But the D's, they trained all week with the Collingwood boos at training. It's footy's most imposing challenge, and this morning Melbourne got an early taste of Collingwood at the G. The Magpies <laughs> chant blasted through speakers at Casey Fields, replicating the atmosphere 90,000 fans. But someone someone was like, yeah, let's do it. And if you're against it, it's, it's like, oh, you don't want to win a premiership? Then you were fucking it, doing it. Also, that reporter, the most imposing challenge in footy, racism. Well, it's talking about fans and hostile territory. <laughs> I think Collingwood. Well, were, you're I right. think Collingwood at training had um, rule for Van Royen. That was that was going nuts at the G. Oh, really? During that game, yeah, yeah, yeah. That chant. Listen next time. Um, uh, do you uh, list, put the audio on when you? Or the volume up when you watch footy, Josh? Yeah, I normally have my eyes closed and ears shut, I guess. Uh, the final one, guys, Chompers. Channel 9, Tony Jones. People love to sign up. Someone's done a compilation every time someone's called in Chompers. Right. And it's just how funny because every single footy player now does it. And they, I've heard from people at 9 that he partially loves it, partially hates it because he loves the the fact that he's somewhat has a bit of notoriety oh, yeah. now. But the other time he doesn't like being made fun of. But I like Tony Jones mm-hmm. just because it keeps rolling this one gag. No worries. Cheers, Chompers. All right, thanks, Chompers. Thanks very much, Chompers. Chompers. Cheers. Gibson. Good on you, Chompers. Cheers. Thanks, Uncle Chomp Chomp. <laughs> no worries. Teeth are looking great, Chompers. Thanks a lot, Chompers. Pleasure, Chompers. <laughs> thanks, Chompity Chomp Chomp Chomp. Okay, thanks for that. It's Drew Petrie. Thanks, Chompity Chomp 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 Chomp. Thanks, Chompers. Chomp Chomp Chomp. Wow. Did you make that compilation? No, someone else did. Over how, what's the time period over that? It like, came out last week. Oh, it was like 10 uh, years. Yeah, long 10 time. 10 years. Yeah, Daisy Thomas is in it. Top, Bernie top. Vince is in it. Oh, you're nothing. Welcome to Nuffy of the Week. Uh, we had a lot of submissions for this week. We also went through a lot of posts, Carlton and West Coast in particular. The first one we had, uh, Marley and Pickett article, leave him alone and let the judicial process play out behind the scenes from a Pies fan. So obviously he wants the judicial process, which he didn't want to say he's from Richmond. He's explaining yeah. he's from the Pies. And that was uh, Fez Cat 777. I, I also had a couple of um, comments on these articles. We, by the way, innocent until proven guilty. Don't want to put our foot in it or anything. Um, one said, to go, he should get six weeks for this. <laughs> <laughs> I, and so one, one more, yeah. Um, one said, Max Punishment, send him to the Eagles for five years. Oh. Oh. Um, one of them I read was um, WA Police Barrack for West Coast. Otherwise, they would have arrested him before the game. That is, there's obviously a lot we don't know, but that was really interesting how it all went down after the after the game. Just the, the, next the day. That story yeah. itself, I saw it last night. It was, it's crazy. Obviously, Marlon, Pick, Marlon Pickett's story is amazing where he was in jail and then missed out on so many drafts because they questioned his character and he dominated for South Fremantle, got drafted and he debuted in a grand final. Yeah. It's like the longest yard of Australia. People loved it and he's actually been playing well this year. And then he's being accused of, in the off-season, being a part of these like hundreds of thousands of dollars stolen. It, yeah. I thought it was like, oh, just small things stolen or something. No, like it was like heists. Huge, like heists. Yeah. Movie idea. AFL player who's a cat burglar on the Man, side. He's still writing his book. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's going to be an interesting one. Yes, it is. Enough of the week's submission about a Carlton 
a savvy Carlton Deliveroo driver. This was from Rev Rev Reviews. A few weeks ago, I found a Deliveroo bag on the side of the road and I took it home. My wife cracked the sads, but I knew it would have, have use at some point. A few weeks ago, I swore I would not go to a Carlton game ever again. <laughs> but after watching the first quarter, I was pretty impressed by the intensity of the boys. I strapped my Deliveroo bag on to, to the back end of my motorcycle and headed to the MCG to catch the second half. The Deliveroo bag meant I could drive I drive in the park on the motorcycle right to the front of the MCG <laughs> and park my bike there. I walked in right at the start of the third quarter Watch nine minutes, walk straight back out, and then rode home. I can't imagine how annoyed I would be if I had to catch public transport for that. I also grabbed a pizza. Okay, okay. I also grabbed a pizza on the way home, and it stayed warm in the bag. Anyway, that's a life hack for motorbike riders out there. What a fucking cool idea. What a story, so. Every cloud. He can't win nothing of the week, because that's awesome. I loved it. Everyone's just sending us where they're watching Bounce now. Someone sent a photo of their dog watching Bounce. (laughs) That's not anywhere near nothing of the week. What are you doing? Dog bounce. Dogs uh, love bounce too. One of the big things too is everyone's commenting if things are soft now. Everyone's like, game gone soft. Game going soft. Game soft. <laughs> Hate it. Hey, they're also t- um, saying that the ball kids are going soft in the tennis. <laughs> really? 100%. Oh, like, because they're getting hit, balls hit at them and they're complaining. Yeah, that and they're crying. Wow. <laughs> they're also like, during COVID, they're um, uh, like scared of germs or the parents are scared of their kids exposed to germs. They're not, not using the towel anymore to give to the player. And like uh, fix their water bottles up and stuff. Oh. What do you mean? It's like the best thing about being a ball boy is getting like Novak Djokovic yeah. just sweat on your hands. Honestly, that was the biggest waste of time reading that article before. But any, anyway, I just <laughs> contributed to this. this there, thing but like, I feel like there's such a recency bias. So it's just like, it's so easy to say, oh, that's soft, bro. Like, that's soft. Pe- people should really go about smashing their <laughs> the heads skull. in sport. Paddy Lithgow, two blokes going hard at the footy, nothing more, nothing less. From a Collingwood supporter. Thank you so much for clarifying. Oh, oh, for, oh okay. Well, in that case. <sighs> right underneath it, we'll be touch footy soon. And someone's like, here. <laughs> here one of the most overused after the west coast game on everything was people going bloody eagles are lose to the bye next week oh, <laughs> I love that one. Oh my god um someone wrote maybe the real multiple hundred point losses in brackets was the journey along the way <laughs> the, the friends we made along <laughs> along. someone again wrote bloody umps and then finally fraser <laughs> wigman sent in this someone commented on sam kerr's post while you back in Perth, better go and tell the West Coast boys to start playing football because they bottom of the ladder and it boring. <laughs> Super goal! <laughs> so I think they win uh, Nuffy the week, but there were so many this week between both teams. Who on earth would sell their soul to the devil for $200 million? Live Golf Tournament. The Live Tournament. Live Golf. The Live Tournament. The Live Golf Tournament. I'm leaving it. Just going to start with the PGA Tour before we move on to Live, actually. Just wanted to get that sting away. Oh, there it is. Oh, air There's horn. that one. No, that's not an air horn. Mate. Oh, sorry. Shoot Can't get those horn. deep notes with a... Yeah, thank, thank you, Giorgio. Clarification of horn chat. <laughs> this is the horn corner. Guys, okay. New sting coming, of course. Um, the Canadian Open wrapped up on Sunday and Tommy Fleetwood thought he was home and hosed on the first playoff hole. Until Nick Taylor did this. Comes up with some speed, now up the rise. For the Eagle, for the win, to the cup, take it! Yes, yes, yes! The crowd is over! The crowd is over! Nick Taylor with the Eagle, the 
What you heard there was that commentary of a 72-foot putt for Eagle to win the whole tournament. Holy shit. In the old money, what's that, 25 metres or something? I don't know. But a, a fucking long putt. Oh, otherwise, yes, the first Canadian to win the Canadian Open since 1954. So just quickly, if he didn't make that putt, he would have lost. Uh, he could have two-putted to draw and send them to another playoff hole. Oh, right. From that range, it's, it's, it's common to three putts. It's outrageous. Yeah, cause it's and like, what happened to the – It's like yeah. 21.9456 metres. Exactly, yes. Exactly. Off the top of my head. I was rounding up to the nearest 25. What is that in um, caterpillars? Uh, American caterpillars. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, um, yeah, also, you know what some caterpillars the- is like skinny ones. Some are just so fat. Yeah. Do you ever think that? Sorry, Giorgio. It's so hot. Some of them are very hungry. What happened to the golf clap? That was not a golf clap. Mate, this is like, is Live Golf taking over or what? Is Live yeah. Golf taking over? Seriously, Giorgio, armed with a giant bottle of champagne, friend and world number 75 gol- golfer Adam Hadwin ran up to congratulate Nick Taylor and was completely floored by a spear tackle from a security guard. If you haven't seen this footage, go and check it out. Obviously can't play um, videos on a podcast, which is our downfall really, isn't they it? They need to invent that. Oh, wait, TV. Wait, we can't? Oh, shit. <laughs> I have wasted so That's much so time annoying. trying but to guys, show people Guys, you've got to feel for this security guard. I've got to say, golf is the hardest game of all to be a security guard. Why? Yes, you may think the patrons are, you know, well-behaved and respectful, but they're fucking sneaky because they all wear golf clothes to them oh, when they go yeah. and watch it. Yep. But you know what, Canadians, they're so kind that the, mm. the um, one that got spear tackled apologised to the security guard. <laughs> <laughs> that was reported by his wife. Guys, this podcast is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Harry, we're not experts when it comes to sport, right? Speak for yourself. Oh. Well, we're probably closer to Nuffies, right? Once again, my friend, speak for yourself. We can't just keep saying speak for yourself. What What are you then? What Where do you sit? Speak for yourself. <laughs> are you broken? <laughs> all right, I'm a casual observer. Okay, cool. Is that all right? Yeah, it's all right, I guess. But um, What are you then? What are you? Expert. Oh. <laughs> but if I do want to take a pun and don't know what to include, I can look at the Neds app, popular same-game multis, which lets you copy trending bets. Available on all AFL games every round, Josh. Ned's popular same-game multis are created by the punters or nuffies and shared for other punters. And plus, you can add or remove legs easily to any popular same-game multi. Head to the Ned's app and take it to the Ned's level. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Shall we talk about the big news from last week? A little bit old, but I just want to mention it. The Live and PGA merger. Yeah. So many questions still and so baffled by it all and so much to still learn about it. Is it completely shrouded in secrecy still? Who got paid? Because obviously Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy, they were completely against Live. Yes. Guys like Cam Smith got $200 million to join it. Did they get paid off then because they didn't get the paycheck? So it was very, very secret until it was all announced because it blindsided so many people, including those guys. McIlroy still openly saying, I hate Live Golf. Like, that's pretty good, McIlroy, actually. It's pretty weird though how um, he says it though because he's like, I hate hate Live Golf, but I I love good golf. And this yes. is the best outcome. He, he is. And he's, he's kind of a case of, um, oh, how do we say it? Like one of the biggest sovereign funds, wealth funds in the world. Uh, you want to be with them or against them? And it, it, at the end of the day, it is going to make golf better. It mm. is. But it's I don't know how it's all going to run. I'm thinking about tournament scheduling uh, because there was quite often last year clashes with Live Golf and uh, PGA Tour 
tournaments. So will some of them be combined and some of them will still be isolated live or PGA? I honestly was doing a whole lot of research on that today and couldn't find anything about how that's going to work. There's still so much to announce, but what it is basically going to be is a new for-profit entity that is like the lead organisation of PGA Tour, Live Golf and the European Tour. And they have, Josh, to answer your question before about the people that got paid money for um, joining Live, and the ones that um, didn't defect, yeah, they're staying loyal to the PGA. They look like idiots now, right? And they, they kind of do. Tiger, for example, um, said no to about a billion. How about a bill? That's mm. a bill. That's a bill, guys. By now he's going to play the, anyway the, with them. The PGA Tour has announced that they'll – uh, get them, reward them with some sort of sh- um, equity share. Jacket, a nice jacket maybe. The, oh, my God. A cool hat. A jacket with a yeah, with a good pencil inside it for yeah. running a score down for golf. It the, just it screams to me corruption in some way because cause when FIFA made their entity, which was that had the broadcast rights, even though it was a long time ago and it's a lot less transparent, that was how they went oh, about yeah. corrupting it and oh. taking money from the oh, top this down. Is, this, is, this is spot on. What do they call it? Sports washing, but also the corruption as well inside. So the funniest one was um, Jay Monaghan, the head of the PGA Tour, last year said that they should not deal with the Saudis in any circumstances, even bringing up 9-11 when campaigning against Live Golf. Um, and now he was a major part of that deal. Yeah. And you know what I bet's happening there? He's looked at his pay packet go up because he's going to be the CEO of this new – organization he's going mm. oh you know what those guys have a lot of money they could put a couple more zeros on my paycheck mm. each week yeah. and then they came out and he goes guys so i thought about it. they're actually like hell nice guys yeah they're, they're, <laughs> they're actually legends they're like and what i said i didn't mean what i said about 9-11 they're like so nice do you reckon do you reckon that guy jay Monahan, like the head of golf pretty much do you reckon he gets um paid weekly or monthly and he has to live paycheck to paycheck oh poor guy I already Literally sent my pulled. 11 million, spent it. Oh, no. What do we get paid for this pod? Nothing right Yearly. Now. <laughs> but <laughs> with the AG1, yeah. uh, about 10 bucks a pod. Yeah, but um, awesome. we, we don't have to pay tax if, we don't, if we're not getting paid. So we're the richest. That's true. <laughs> Net jo- zero. Joke's on the millions. Guys, that's all the golf news I've got for you. Ah! It's shit for shit. Gonna, gonna hit a six. Gonna suck some dicks. Gonna bow with my mate. shit for shit. Welcome to Sheffield Shield Corner, <laughs> a.k.a. the Test Championship. Or, yeah, all of cricket, the RCC cricket. World so Test cricket. Championship. Australia um, defeating India in the final at the Oval. What was it, 209 runs, guys? Are you proud? No, I'm pretty proud. Just because it was the, the opponent being India and they were talking so much shit. Yes, and but I still – there still wasn't the biggest amount of hype here. Again, I feel like when cricket's not being played in this country, mm. there's not, obviously the diehards are getting right around it. But, yeah. I, but you know, like I was at a like a wine bar after squash on Wednesday. That's probably the lamest thing I've ever said. That but, um, is the lamest whoa. thing you've ever said. Well, I whoa. can't. I'm I'm clear of hey, any Giorgio. any shit from now on. Well, it's just next door to it. Arthur's a wine bar. Josh, you do the squash. edit. Happy for you to edit that out. Oh, I might edit it out. No, yeah, that's yeah, bullshit. Yeah, no. Well, we were drinking Savini wine. From your oh family my god, uh, you probably weren't. But uh, there were a bunch of people on laptops having their beer, drinking uh, and watching the championship because no one had it on TV anywhere. So like they were just like watching it on the yeah. 
What but no, you're right though. People get around it, but it's just like uh, the time difference makes it hard. It's not quite the ashes. We're not quite yeah, into it. I mean, sorry, just for the, some education piece, it's the top nine teams in the world playing over about two years. Mm. And then it all leads up to this final, the top two teams of the last couple of years, which was Australia and India. And um, yeah, India couldn't quite get the job done when they weren't making the pitches. Wait, so this tournament <laughs> went for two years? Effectively, it's just like a ranking system and the yeah. top two play each other. But <laughs> India right. is such a stranglehold of all the finances and the schedule and everything it it just makes it a little bit funner when australia beat them because even though they're all you know wealthy successful dudes in the australian team they're somewhat i always think they're a little bit of battlers as well like mm-hmm. mitchell stark boland and all those guys i did like uh manus i think it was day three manus labashane asleep um padded up ready to bat but f- was sleeping um up in the box waiting for warner to get out warner got out for one <laughs> and then the crowd <laughs> the indian wakey, crowd wakey. woke him up he's like oh Fuck. I've got to go back. Shit, 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 shit. I'm late, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. Guys, a bit of a revelation to come out of this was a guy did a a rap with like – so every day you woke up and there was a little uh, TikTok and it basically wrapped everything that happened in a really funny way. Oh, not like it, a rap, 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 rap. Yeah, rap. he didn't rap it, no. But it, it was obviously some sort mm. of function you can use where there's a preset American narrator voice. Okay. I'll play some of you now. So this was day five's rap. Day five of the World Test Championship was here and this was it, folks. The script was written. It really no was need for it. breakfast this morning, Ajinka. Captain Cumshot fed this motherfucker pure leather. And it only got worse. Why the fuck has it taken us 10 years to find this big hunk of sex? Edging blokes better than Angela White ever could. Sit on my face and wriggle, dog. You can seriously do whatever you want. So he's talking about Scotty Boland. Apparently he's, he's from everything I've read about it, he's basically almost secured his spot in the first test for the Ashes and he's probably knocked someone else out because he's played so well. But this guy did one of these every day and they get they get deleted off TikTok pretty much six hours later because they're so vulgar. But I found them so funny and I hope he continues them for the Ashes. So it was a WRAP, not an RAP rap. Yeah, correct. I was expecting um, eight mile sort of rapping. Anyway. But this is a pretty good bed, Sweet Dreams, Eurythmics. Yeah. He's got yeah. Is that what the bed is? It's so good. Yeah. Travel the world and the seven seas. Yeah. Rings a bell, doesn't it, Josh? But this is one of the best lines. It's like they get the trophy. It's like a baton with a ball. The, the mace. End. Yeah. There was only going to be one winner. The lads clocked off and were handed Pamela Anderson's butt plug. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know what the fuck to do with that either, Patrick. Needless to say, the boys put in a shift and let those basball bitches know exactly what's coming for them. Lock and load, motherfuckers. The ashes are coming home. Like and follow for more. <laughs> I'm so inspired. How fucking good that is, is it? so good. I know, I know, it's great. So look out for him during the ashes as well. If um, you want to rap, if you don't want to stay up that late. Giorgio, contact him for um, a bit of a rap from your Europe trip, please. <laughs> Weekly. That segment, of course, sponsored by Jackson's Trophies. Yes, of course. Yeah, of course. Jackson's yeah. Trophies. And butt plugs. Yes. They also do butt they plugs. They do maces and butt plugs. <laughs> Uh, who are we going to get to replace Giorgio for the weeks besides Giorgio Bot? Should we get a, a guest? We had a guest last year. Uh, three yeah. yeah, send your um, kicker forward mailbag at gmail.com. Send an audition. Send your auditions oh, no, in and we'll no. play them next week. Okay. No, please, don't, no, don't have anyone else in because then it's likely that people will prefer that person. Giorgio, oh, well, just to back you'll yourself. never get replaced. Just don't go on five-week mid-year holidays. I'm insecure. Okay, cool. You'll never get replaced. Manchester City have done it. In the face of adversity and backed only by Sheikh Mansour bin Syed al Nayans. $40 billion and a string of financial violations, they have lifted the Champions League trophy. Yes, Woo! the Manchester City European curse is over. Um, they've won the treble 
Now, Harry, you remember what the treble? Yeah, the treble. I used to call it back when I was living in the UK. Yeah, three, yeah, yeah, three yeah. years. So they won guys. the uh, FA Cup, Premier League, and now the Champions League after beating Inter Milan one nil. I mean, they managed to defend against Inter Milan, but now they have to defend against. 115 charges of financial breaches dating back to 2009. Yeah. What would the outcome of this be? Would he just writes a check and deletes it? They've also been charged <laughs> like failing to cooperate with an investigation. So there's something going on. Well, but they, they, they have had some punishments with like, you know, not being able to buy players previously. But also how's this? So the owner, he attended his first game since 2010. Bandwagon a much? Yeah, oh my god! You can't just not the go owner. to games. Loser, loser, the owner, loser. Owner. It's the first game he's been to in thirteen years. Oh, and it's the final of the. He does own one hundred and fifty teams, so he's got to share around. What? No, no that's, that's, that's bullshit. No, what is, he must own other things though. What is he else? What is this guy? Abu Dhabi. Does he just like? <laughs> he's thirty. He's got like a lot, he's in the year of thirtieth, so he's got heaps of thirtieth. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah, okay. yeah. How, yeah, old, he's how probably, old is yeah. he? Uh, 31. Um, is he, how, old, how old is he actually? I don't know. Probably a billion. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to say the charges though, because like the EPL doesn't really have a salary cap because that's why the big good teams always keep rolling. What exactly do they do wrong? If, if you're a successful team, you can spend more money. So the successful teams spend more money because they're successful. Because they get the Champions League revenue from the broadcast or whatever like yes. that. So you're not allowed to just inject money. Is that it? Well, they do, but... Kind of within reason. Unsuccessful teams could inject money and then get better players, which in turn gets better ratings. Yeah, basically. That's why you see, I mean, before 2009, Manchester City were pretty shit. The A-League also finished last week, we've got to mention, 6-1 to the Central Coast Mariners, which is probably the exact opposite end of the spectrum from Man City. It's like a club that won without that many resources, but they put together a great team and spent their money wisely and they're a smaller club and they won. So they won the toilet seat, which is actually one of the better trophies in out of all the national comps. It actually looks like a toilet seat. <laughs> Jackson <laughs> Trophy strikes again. Jackson Trophy. Guys, on football, there's actually this new TV show I would recommend you guys watch. Oh, yeah. Ted Lasso I started. Oh, no way. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, right. um, I finished that the other day, not – not that I enjoyed the ending because Josh spoiled it last week on our podcast. If it was spoiled for anyone else, I apologize. I'm sorry. Your behind. brain's the size of a peanut, and the most basic <laughs> show ever wasn't obvious to you. It's like, what do you know? He went back to his family. Get over it. Spoiler alert. Pretty obvious. I, I, you know what I feel like I am when I'm watching Ted Lasso. Like I'm in the water on Minority Report and I can just see everything that's coming because it's so obvious, but a brilliant show. Conor McGregor's win-loss record is now 23-6 and six after successfully knocking out Bernie, the Miami Heat bird mascot. The whole thing couldn't have gone worse and it's American sports entertainment at its finest. So McGregor is like talking to a Miami Heat crowd, already losing 2-1 in the series to Denver in the finals. They're booing Conor McGregor as he's talking about his like new The crowd product. was booing him. The crowd were booing when he's like, it's my new product, Tidal. Uh, it's a cryogenic spray. And uh, and everyone's like, get the fuck out of here, Conor mm. McGregor. So he's being booed. And then the mascot comes in with boxing gloves. Conor McGregor just fucking smacks him so hard. Like obviously those like helmets aren't that padded. Yeah. But- he just absolutely hits the snooze button on this mascot's head. I thought the second punch was probably more because the it was mascot like just hits on. the deck, like clearly knocked out, and then Conor McGregor instinctively just jumps down 
and just blasts him in the face. Ground and pound. While he's yeah. in, like on the floor passed out. Quite often these mascot heads, you know, you, the actual human head isn't where you think it is in these things. So he might have been thinking he's clipping the chin of this thing when it's actually the human's temple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I assume the mascot was taken out of the giant bird costume but was taken to hospital because of this. Wait, um, there was a man in there? I thought if they took Why? off the head, it would have been blood and guts going everywhere. <laughs> the hell? How do, and also, guys, what about the mascot community? The mascot community this week. How does Claude Crow feel about this? Claude Crow. <laughs> how does <laughs> Adelaide Crow's – oh, mate, he was up and about apparently after the 120-point win of the Eagles, Claude Crow. No, I heard the entire mascot <laughs> community – the entire mascot <laughs> community was on strike. Breakups, hookups, scandals. We know your darkest secrets. Sports Gossip. Sports Gossip. Just one week after 12-time Grammy winner Taylor Swift officially ended things with British frontman Matt Healy, she's been linked to Los Angeles Laker Austin Reeves. Wow. (laughs) Apparently that has been sad. I'd love to see that relationship, but it has sadly been debunked by Austin Reeves' brother. Yes, Spencer laughed it off on Twitter, sharing a post about his brother and I knew knew you were trouble singer Taylor Swift being a couple. Um, He included a simple caption full of, crying of laughter emojis when he shared the tweet. Mm. I don't think Austin Reeves wants that kind of drama, bro. 25, about to get about a $20 million year contract. Why yeah. would he want to go out with 34-year-old Taylor Swift who is notorious for burning in songs her exes? Yeah. True. And also, um, she's pretty good looking. Austin Reeves only hits threes. <laughs> Georgia, it's all about how you look, mate. That's good. <laughs> Reeves wants just clearly wants a blank space, I guess, guys. Georgie, sometimes before these podcasts, <laughs> oh, if, no. if I were to accidentally walk in your house, I've gone to the wrong place, would I hear you in the mirror going, well, the thing is, Austin Reeves only hits threes. Damn. <laughs> Austin Reeves only hits threes. And then I Damn. Like, Austin like, Reeves. He, he, he like, had three. You've got this. You've got oh, this. Oh, you've only got one chance for the shit, Georgie. Georgie, is it written down, though? Nah, nah, that was that was straight off the dome. Can I check yeah. your notes? Yeah, did you delete here. it? Did you delete it after? You said, okay, I no, haven't touched it. You can check. Hey guys, should we confirm that um, Swifty and Reeves then? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even true. though Spencer <laughs> pretty much said no, it's not a thing. No, guys, Swifty just wanted a bit of a rebound. You know, seriously, rebound joke. Go, hey, go, go, nice. go. No, well, you know, I'm, you I'm already did you it. up, Georgia. Ah, uh, rebound joke. Um, yeah, it was certainly no triple-double. Guys, Sports Gossip is also happy to report that former sports reporter Holly Saunders has created a new sports league, Exposed Sports. That's sports with a Z. Oh, my God. Which will include Instagram and OnlyFans models participating in topless matches. The league will launch in June with 10 women competing in seven to eight sports and activities, Saunders told Bro Bible and wow. Sports Gossip. So progressive. Saunders also said the women will wear little to no clothing <laughs> and bikinis while participating in chess, twister, bowling, tennis, basketball, ping pong, jump rope, billiards and more activities. Saunders says, imagine your favourite IG babes going head to head in competition, sweaty, oiled up. So oh, I, feel bad. I don't, I don't I mean, know what, like, I, mean, I understand what she's doing. She's just trying to like uh, make money off uh, like porn, effectively softcore porn. Is there any demand for this whatsoever? Like, other than the one month sideshow it's going to be. 
haven't done the research. <laughs> <laughs> and I was almost embarrassed to say that. Hey, here's a, uh, here's a Perth Now article I read the headline of and didn't open. Okay. Yeah, well, we've got to open them. Nah, you won't want to open this. The ultimate list of Perth's Perthiest Perthanalities. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go have this a read. Yeah. I, I, didn't even, I didn't know. Did you? I saw Basil Zemplis. Oh, no way. The company that he works for yep. promoting him. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. There was a fair bit of um, backlash to Baz commentating on the game, I think, on uh, the Fremantle mm. Richmond Yeah, game. how many Lord Mayors commentate on the AFL? Pretty crazy, hey, that is now a reputation. But there was like a fair few people like complaining about him not getting the names right in the first quarter or something like that. Mm. I suppose he has been out of the game for a while. I suppose he's a Lord Mayor. It's not really his job to know who <laughs> AFL players are. Well, I mean, he's, he's, Stokes is his boy, so he put him in to that state. <laughs> See you in the lads. Stokes <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Bazzy. Bazzy, what's well, up? Yeah, I want to come and taste some AFL, but... Uh, but uh, Got like, a last-minute spot for you, bro. You want in? Golf, beer, then we you commentate, okay? <laughs> All right, guys, that were the headlines. We've got a very short package this week. We uh, interviewed Jack Della Maddalena. Now, there was going to be multiple Jacks on this podcast. Jack Watts, Ooh. the former number one draft pick. He's, he'll be on next week's podcast. If Josh Giddy doesn't bump him, oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, but Jack Della Madalena was kind enough to sit down with us. So here's a full deep dive into one of the biggest rising stars of the UFC, Jack Della Madalena. Tape the roll. Ding, I ding, mean, ding. roll the tape. Since arriving in the UFC via Dana White's Contender Series in 2021, Jack Della Madalena has been a red-headed welterweight juggernaut surging up the rankings from fight to fight to fight. Earth has got one. It's just one jack, but yeah. Now unbeaten in his last 14 fights, through insane knockouts, three straight performances of the night, and most recently, pure dominance in front of a home crowd in Perth. His submission of Randy Brown saw worldwide acknowledgement from some of the biggest names in MMA. Brown put to sleep after flipping the bird to 14,000 proud Perth Bogans, including myself. I'm gonna put that nose back on the other side of his face. A few moments later. This effort saw Della Maddalena finally jump into the welterweight top 15. But most importantly, it set up a bout with his first top 10 opponent, American and number nine ranked welterweight, Sean Brady, in Vegas for UFC 290. Yeah, I think just a lot of damage. I think I can damage Sean and I think I can take him out in the first round, much similar to Randy. He's a lot more of a grappling style, so just a lot of grappling, but this focus is the same, try and smash him and take him out. <laughs> yeah, I want to solidify myself as one of the best welterweights in the world. So yeah, another challenge, a different sort of style matchup. And yeah, I love the challenges, different styles. It gets me excited. We caught up with Jack at the scene of the crime at RSA Arena as he prepares for his biggest test yet. But despite all the success, he remains focused on staying in Perth. I like, yeah, I like Perth, you know, I like the quietness. I've got a good team here, everyone, the team that I've sort of come up with. So weather's good, family's base here. So yeah, I like Perth. He won't be alone in Vegas with four other Aussies fighting on the UFC 290 card, including Alex Volkanovsky, who's headlining the event, and former champ Robert Whittaker. So the Australian takeover seems legit. But the 26-year-old remains one of the most exciting prospects in the UFC today. What's your favourite show? The Sopranos. I'm into that. <laughs> yeah, I've only just got into it. Mr. President, can this wait? I've got bigger fish to fry. God bless my friend Harry. Harry's big house. 
Oh my god. Guys, I've got a haircut. I've had a haircut. <laughs> I've had a haircut this week, boys. I'm donning my official um, judge's wig. What do you call it? I don't what know. Do you call I, feel, this I feel like you could have looked that up. I don't know. No, I just I type judge's wig <laughs> into Google and just pull one. <laughs> uh, guys, guys, order. <laughs> order. I'm still coming to terms I've with been, you. I've been, yeah, from? what do you think? Well, I thought I can't officiate and learn the law <laughs> if, so I'm not, if I'm not going to be serious about it, okay? At least it's winter it, where it actually works. It's yeah, called it's, a peruke. 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 Oh, my God. Peruke. You didn't even Google that. You just know that. I've been scratching my head. Through the air. I've had, yeah, this <laughs> yeah. fucking issue. But I have had sleepless nights. Things aren't so good at home with the wife and kids. Sorry, here, yeah, mate. Because I've been thinking long and hard about which case to tackle this week. By the way, send your submissions into kickitforwardmailbag at gmail.com. We want to hear about all your dog acts. This week, boys. Oh! I'm going to tackle a cold case. Oh, shit. Oh. Toad rights in. That's the theme to cold case. That's the theme. That's the theme to cold case. I thought it was June or something. Well, it was the first one I saw on YouTube. I didn't go any deeper than that. I thought it was Survivor. Toad writes in, "Hello, Your Honour. This has been bothering me for many years, and I believe the perpetrator has got away with it for too long." happened one Wednesday night when me and my friends gathered to watch the wrestling on TV in a back room of one of our parents' houses. Order. Without wanting to incriminate myself or my friends, we were sucking back some bongs to enhance the experience. <laughs> Things got a little bit raucous and some of the boys started to wrestle each other. Oh dear. The noise of us jumping off the couch onto each other must have been heard in the main house as it alerted my friend's mum, who came out to see what was going on. When she entered the room, she detected a strange smell in the air. Luckily, we had hidden all the incriminating evidence and we were about to deny everything when one guy stepped forward and said, it wasn't me, I was just drinking beer. Oh, <laughs> no. We were all quickly asked to leave and my friend was banned from having wrestling nights ever again. The actions of this so-called friend, who we will just call Jim because that's his name, <laughs> have never been answered for. Can you put an end to this injustice and finally give some closure to this matter regards Toad? <sighs> yeah, you can understand why I'm, I'm having a tough wow. time, guys, can't you? Yeah. I've got cases like this coming across my desk. It just, it just, it just, you, do you take it home with you? When you take your you wig do. off at night take, and I don't jump take into it bed off. with Driz, do you? <laughs> no, this is why he's so good at what he does because he lives the job. He you, lives and yeah. breeds Harry's it's, big I, house. I tell you what. After a shower, drying this fucking wig, it takes ages. <laughs> Why'd you glue it on? Air dry. What do you reckon, guys? I, I think seriously, uh, my number one thing is the word bong is so funny because it just reminds me, it brings up lots of memories of, you know, <laughs> firstly, stupid things you do in you, the fact they're watching wrestling nights. Um, the fact they started breaking out in a wrestle just for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. And then the fucking idiot turd mate who threw everyone under yeah. the bus. Yeah, yeah way yeah. to smoke the friendship. Yeah, yeah. that's right, guys. Toad. Just being like, we didn't yeah. do it. <laughs> guys, Toad was asking for closure. It's a funny word, isn't it? Closure. <laughs> Sometimes closing things a bad thing. Sometimes closing something is a good thing. 
here at Harry's Big House. Our main goal is to help people, be they the victim or the perpetrator, to move on. While Toad and the boys were no doubt just kids, the actions of Jim are inexcusable. Yeah, those boys were partaking in some questionable activities while enjoying the wrestling, but I don't care about that. I'll leave that to the cops or the mums and the dads to punish that behaviour. The real crime here is one of selfishness. One of betrayal. Jim sold his mates down the river the second he mentioned that he was only drinking beer. This immediately, of course, revealed that there were other substances being used that fateful night. Order. (laughs) Order. I honestly feel sorry for Jim. Not only did he sell his mates out, but he caused wrestling nights to be cancelled forever. Annoying. (sighs) Wrestling nights. I don't know about exact timings of this incident, but I just hope the boys didn't miss out on Vince McMahon's do-rag phase. <laughs> P.S. If you haven't seen Vince, Vince's do-rag phase, do yourself a favour and go on YouTube and look it up. Now, Toad, I'm no idiot, and I thank you for not thinking that. Let's get real for a second. Your friend's mum knew exactly what you, you guys were up to. You can't fool the sharp nostrils of an, and intelligence of a mum who thinks their kid is up to no good. But it's not about this. Okay, order. Sorry. Jim's selfish actions took away the tiny chance you had of getting away with it. He could have kept his mouth shut and honourably joined the boys in receiving their lashings. There's a famous quote by Unknown. (laughs) For the strength of the pack is the wolf, and the strength of the wolf is the pack. Jim broke away from the wolf pack that night, deciding to protect his own innocence at the cost of others. Order. It certainly was a meltdown of epic proportions because I'm also assuming these kids weren't old enough to drink alcohol. And yes, it's probably not as bad as being caught with a Gatorade bottle and hose paste full of sweet Mary Jane, but it's still incriminating. Jim, you have been found guilty of throwing your friends under the bus and then reversing over them, which led to all future wrestling nights being cancelled. Oh. It honestly makes me sick to have this charge come across my courtroom. Harry, oh. continue, like, honestly, oh, you're doing can so I, well. Can we have a Harry, recess, if you need a break, recess, if you need a break. Harry, yeah. can we have a recess? Harry, you're doing great. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Jim, you got towed and your friends into a sticky situation and now you'll be getting them out of one. Jim, <laughs> while there is no upfront punishment for these charges, you'll now be on standby if the boys ever find themselves in a low-level legal troubles, troubles related to traffic offences. If any of the boys that attended that wrestling night find themselves in a situation where they are at risk of losing their licence due to speeding tickets from speed cameras, you must forfeit your own demerits and take the hit by saying you were the driver of the vehicle. This is limited to two demerits per friend in attendance of said wrestling night and the fine will be paid by the actual driver of the vehicle. I'll just now play a quick disclaimer. Nominating another person as the driver to avoid receiving demerit points is an offence in all Australian states. Depending on the circumstances, you could also be charged with more serious criminal offences, such as making a false statement on oath or attempting to pervert the course of justice. Harry's Big House and the Ticket Forward podcast do not condone or recommend this course of action. Case closed. (laughs) (laughs) Dear muscles. Great superstars. Cold regards. Welcome to where we hear from you, the fans. Uh, We had a couple IRL mailbags. Uh, Some drunk guy on Friday night in Northbridge goes, Bro! 
you yeah, I listened to the pod and that was cool and he was uh, a really nice dude. Was that when um, you were pretending to cry outside the Ida? No, no, no. <laughs> that was on Friday. Um, Mel at Bill's Bar got a photo with me and Harry and we were like, wait, you're female. That you could, there's no way oh, yeah, to the pod. I, I, can I shout out to Mel? I said, um, oh, yeah, you said the female thing and I went to her as a joke. Um, are you actually a guy? And then I think she <laughs> thought it was funny but her friend was like, no, she's female. And I was like... Yeah, 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 I'm aware of that. So just wanted to clear that up. And we I'm had so glad. one female fan and you've just lost it. Yeah, just no, lost I think it. we got more for this. No, we got a couple. Yeah. Um, OG listener Tom, we also saw her out when we were wandering the streets trying to find a way to get into anywhere, which we sucked at doing. Um, he said we should share the investigations more because he loved Giorgio so much. And I completely agree because it's less workload. Thank you. The final thing before we get into the emails and the DMs, you motherfuckers. Voicemails, voicemails, voicemails. 16 p.m. Yeah, just got a message for poor Giorgio. Uh, there's plenty of famous five foot seven people. So we got Bruce Lee, Bono, uh, Tom Cruise, Danny DeVito, Chappelle Corby, Caleb Daniels, Frodo, Peter Dinklage. So you know, just be okay with being a, a little short boy. That's all right. <laughs> Sprinkle them in nicely. Peter Dinklage is your height. Next message. India. <laughs> well, thank you very much for those that called in. The number again is 0426071296 for the hotline. Uh, get your voicemails in and they will be played on the pond. Let's go into the DMs. Who had Chili Farmer? Yeah, I did. Chili Farmer sent uh, me a DM. This is the last time I'm promoting the DMs, but this <laughs> meme, too good to go past. Uh, he said, this is you, Harry. And uh, the main caption is, how many beers do you think you'll drink this weekend? And here's the audio. Somewhere between 700 billion and a trillion, 300 million billion. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll find out in Melbourne, I guess, Chili (laughs) Farm. Oh, Melbourne, heads up. Keep farming those chilies, mate. Um, I had a DM. Um, (laughs) Main reason I put this in, because this guy's Insta name was Gucci Main in 2006. That was that was his handle. Um, he said, G'day, muscles. Walking through Richmond Coles, perusing through milks and the such, and noticed five kilograms of dates selling for $80. By my maths, that's approximately $2,240 max yield for a date tree, enough to warrant that taxi driver's response in my eyes. Who ruined the such? This was, of course, in response to uh, my story about a taxi driver going on about um, how much a date tree yields. Yes, but, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah big, big yield. Yeah. <laughs> Wunderbar, my friend. Welcome to Russia. Howdy, partner. Asian one. International man. Well, we are going global every single week. Matthew Bai, he's actually, that's his last name. He's not leaving. I'm not saying the end of the segment. Okay. Matthew Bai, hello, welcome. Oh, sorry, oh, no, sorry, sorry. Sure, oh, okay, sure, okay. sure, sure. He's emailing from the UK, big fan of the pod. A funny incident happened in the Italian Football League. The Napoli manager, Luciano Spalletti, uh, received a gift from the Napoli Ultras after he led Napoli to the league title for the first time in 30 years. Uh, members of the Ultras dressed in balaclavas uh, came into the press room and returned him the steering wheel and CDs they'd stole from his Fiat Panda in 2021. There was an awkward moment where the Napoli manager had to pretend to be happy about the return of the stolen goods, probably out of fear of the 20-plus ultras dressed in balaclavas surrounding him in the press room for winning the title. He only received the gift as he was leaving the club, as the Napoli ultras had promised to give it to him 
if he resigned, and therefore they essentially were thanking him for quitting his job. And the final line just says, Georgia was 5'7". Fucking 5'9". <laughs> I fucking had it with Craig Bowler, he sent in a marketplace photo and it was just an Xbox 360 signed apparently by Abraham Lincoln. And it just was a big, gigantic signature on it for when it was $400 or something. And it just said, Abraham Lincoln really poorly and then in brackets, 16th president. God, the Xbox 360 was in development for a while, wasn't it? <laughs> Jesus, what the they're, hell? They're crazy how they keep spacing them out now. Like, yeah, yeah, they're so crazy. Uh, this one says, "Hi, fellas, I've been a fan of your work over the past few years and have recently stumbled upon the pod. And good God, is it horrendous? Thank you. As a young man, I played for a football team with the Bulldogs colours, despite being a diehard Swans fan." I wore a red, white, and blue mouth guard as I would live and die by my junior club. Since I was 15, I've only ever worn white mouth guards. Mm. I've noticed across the AFL that many footballers wear the same colored mouth guard to their football colors. I find this really interesting as I, I cannot help but find the thought of Nick Larkey getting a North Melbourne colored mouth guard as 25-year-old extremely disturbing. Grow up. Thanks, Heath. That is really... Uh, really good and a really good observation that I've never thought about. Wouldn't the club like, just like bring a dentist in them. and then make them? Yes. <laughs> yeah, probably. So uh, also, what's, what's wrong with a bit of colour in your mouth? No, take it back to junior days. I never had one. I always wanted one. It's kind of like oh, being like, oh, Josh, can you never um, had a mouth guard. Can you buy me a drink by your peak in your oh. West Coast Eagles College? I never got one. Oh. I was one on one. Oh, is that talks. why your face is so munted like a bashed crab? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, thanks. Moving on. Uh, we had one here. Someone couldn't find our cameo because we don't have one. Uh, it says, hey, big red garden gnome-sized man in the piss-sinking legends. I'm guessing a lot of them. Uh, oh, I don't uh, know. Sorry for the long-winded email. Ideally, I wish there was a link to a cameo. Weird, you don't have one. Maybe a business opportunity if the whole podcast mm. thing goes belly up. We've been offered it from cameo a couple of times. Can't be fucked. If you have a birthday message, send them in. We don't give a shit, really. We'll happily do it. Um, I'm writing to inform you that your number one fan, Nuffy James Hayes, will be celebrating his birthday tomorrow, and it would mean a, the world to him if you gave him a shout-out on the pod for his big day. He's busy traveling. So this one goes out to James Hayes. He loves the pod. James. 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 Jimmy Jim. Happy big birthday, birthday to you. Big Jim. Happy. Any advice for the guy yes. going through a birthday? What is it? Don't forget to stay hydrated you. at all times. Good one. And clean under your foreskin. Yeah. Okay. You seem okay. to say that a lot. It just grosses me out. Anyway, love you, work boys. Go the mighty planes. Who are you? Also, Nick from Melbourne is the guy, and he says, not sure you've been to Melbourne, but it's actually, like, really oh. cool. It's got, like, this stadium called, like, the MCG. Bell. It's kind of similar to Optus Stadium, except behind the stadium there's, like, a suburb called Richmond, and there's, yeah. like, a footy team there, and they're, like, they have beers in Swan Street and heaps of cool pubs. Harry would love them. P.S. Fun fact, Giorgio, uh, Melbourne has ants. Oh, well, I thought Melbourne was a progressive city. Here they are. Uh, with, you know, it's slave traders and slave workers, ants. No thanks. I'm vetoing this Melbourne trip. He'll never come home. He'll never, ever <laughs> come home. He'll just be talking to the ants. Hey, guys. Good I to see you. I don't talk to slaves. <laughs> uh, Baz Bazington. G'day, lads. How's it going? Yeah, that's good. He says well Good, Baz. <laughs> Thank got you. got me, Baz. Look, I'm going par- to paraphrase this one. He basically says... Who holds the longest win streak for a coin toss in the AFL? Uh, it came up when he was playing uh, what he calls a, that pile of a dog turd covered cancer that is AFL 23. And he somehow <laughs> managed to get 10, uh, win 10 coin tosses in a row. Um, 
Yeah, it's a very good question. Oh, this sounds like one for Sir Swamp um, thing on Twitter. Excellent statistician. Yeah, I hit him up the other day to come on the pod because we had him at the West once and he was really interesting because he just has years and years and years of spreadsheets that are all interconnected and can pretty much ask it any question. He gets really hyped about it. Does, can I ask us about the Sir Swamp thing? Does he own these or the business he works for? Own no, his he data? owns them. So that's like his commodity is effectively he either is employed by or contracted Great. For, for for cricket and also predominantly AFL. Yeah. And he's tried a couple other sports as I, well. I, I tell you what, not often you see a Sir Swamp tweet and don't go, oh. That's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, this guy, Baz Bazinson, signs off, says, um, love the pod and much like Harriet up to stadium here in Geelong at Alphabet Stadium. <laughs> Alphabet Stadium. You never heard that? Never heard that. GMH, ABCD. Okay. Um, I have a <laughs> habit of drinking all the stadium beers. Go Pies. Take care. Spike your hair. Oh. Maybe I will. Maybe I bloody Baz. Will. Thank you, Baz. Thank you, Baz. Guys, that was the pod. Uh, we'll be in Melbourne as of Thursday. So you might see us in Richmond having a couple thousand beers, I guess. So I think we're staying yes. somewhere in one of the inner city suburbs. Won't give you the address. Uh, if anyone wants to buy me a truckie bar. But yeah, uh, yeah we'll, get, we'll have plenty of updates. Probably Giorgio with weird, annoying uh, habits like that. And just a great time. And we'll probably be just hanging out with Giddy. He'll probably be in this pod yeah, next time. Yeah, was it? <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. Just came out. All right. It's see, like, you, see you guys. Saying was up is like Thanks breathing for me. <laughs> okay, ciao. Thanks for listening. This episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Josh, do you give out many tips? Sometimes. Um, Who's your source? Well, normally Sam McClure. Like he's, <laughs> what? he's, he's really good. Like I, um, I backed Harley Reid not to make it in West Coast colours, and then and this year, just anything he says, I go the opposite. Congrats! It's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good option. Hey, I've got. Um, yeah, what are you? What are you? What well, are you? Have you got a brother in uh, brother in law? Uh no. You need a brother in law for your tips, mate. That's oh, where really? I get mine from. Yeah, I could ask my brother to divorce his wife, and then we can see how we go. But mm, yeah, that'd be the first step, wouldn't it? <laughs> I need to speak to Georgie too. He's always real confident with his tips, but they never, ever come off. Now, if you're looking for a one-stop shop for social betting, check out the Neds app. You can create groups perfect for betting together and ripping on your mates. And if you think you found a winner, you can let them know. Or you might be looking for a hot tip. And you can build a profile and share your bets with your followers. Or you can see what other punters are like on the feed. There's also expert tips on everything AFL from the fantasy pick himself, Tom Rotcliffe, within the Neds AFL Open Group. It's not just for AFL though, Josh. There are other <laughs> open groups for racing, b-ball, UFC, soccer and he's more download the neds app if you haven't already and take it to the neds level t's and c's apply and available on the neds website you win some you lose more for free and confidential support visit gamblinghelponline.org.au